0: Vice Chair Philly, you're good to go.
1: Thank you. Good evening. Let's call to order the arts commission meeting of February 21st, 2024 at 7.01 PM. The city strongly denounces hate speech and does not tolerate disruptive behavior in our meetings. Sunnyvale prides itself on the rich diversity of our residents. We are committed to creating a culture of belonging where members of our diverse community feel included safe and respected this commission meeting is considered considered a limited public forum which means the commission can regulate the time place and manner of speech to prevent our meetings from being disrupted this protects the rights of other speakers and ensures the commission can accomplish its business in a reasonable effective manner speaker comments must be limited to the agenda item being considered by the commission The presiding officer will make a determination as to whether a speaker's comment is related to an agenda item being considered by the Commission. If a speaker does not comply, the presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. Before we get started, I'd like to remind commissioners of some procedural items for this meeting. During the meeting, remote participants will remain muted when not speaking. If remote participants have a question or comment, please use the raise hand feature. Speakers will be called upon to speak one at a time. Members of the public may participate in person, online or by telephone to provide public comment. Please submit a speaker card to the recording officer in person or use the raise hand feature online to request to speak star nine on a telephone. Location and teleconference meeting details are available on the meeting agenda. Captions are available to viewers accessing this meeting via Zoom. Captions can be displayed or hidden using the show captioned button. Comments on matters not on the agenda must be submitted prior to the time I call the item for oral communication. Comments on agenda items must be submitted prior to the time I close the public hearing on the agenda item. Speakers are requested to keep their comments to no more than three minutes and time limits will be strictly enforced. Guidelines are posted on the city website and on the meeting agenda. Please join me in the salute to the flag.
2: I join allegiance to the
3: flag
1: of the United States of America
3: and to the republic for which it stands,
1: one nation and under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. <coughs> Uh, Recording officer, may we please have the roll call.
0: Chair Vibe has a excused absence. Vice Chair Philly. Present. Commissioner Eskridge. Commissioner Lamb. Commissioner Kaufman. We have four present with one absent. um, And then we also have uh, Mayor Larry Klein in attendance as well.
1: presentations, we'll now have a study issue overview.
0: Yeah, so I just wanna give a quick update on the study issues that we did rank. Um, So essentially on February 15th, study issues budget proposal workshop, council ranked 22 of 40 proposed study issues. The other study issues were either deferred to next year or dropped for consideration. Uh, Please note that the ones that did get ranked a report's going to come from the city manager on March 26 on what is going to be actually funded So one of our study issues was to explore expanding Sunnyvale Municipal Code, Chapter 19.52, Art and Private Development. Um, Unfortunately, that study issue was dropped from consideration. And then our other one was Evaluate Feasibility of Art Crosswalks Program Policy. Uh, That one was deferred to another year. Um, Unfortunately, I don't have much information besides the results, um, but if you do have any questions, feel free to ask and I can try to get those uh, answers for you.
2: And I'm also here to, to help out so I can answer questions on part of this, if you want, you know, if you want feedback, I can give you a little, little quick feedback on these two items. Uh, the deferred on public works, uh, you know, council member Mellinger who actually proposed that study issue, uh, was the one who actually proposed for it being deferred just because of the number of public DPS or DPW work, um, the department of public works projects that are happening this year. And then as far as the art requirement for residential, uh, Ultimately, we received one or two letters uh, before the meeting on from a legality standpoint. And and in talking to the city attorney, there were questions about, uh, for one thing, the cost of of housing and whether or not uh, this would might be something that would end up being deferred or or waived from a state standpoint anyway. But there was questions about the legality of of requiring it for residential. So so ultimately, we ended up dropping it based upon. Uh, several letters we received from from different housing advocates uh and then of course uh some expert you know kind of feedback from our city attorney so that's why you know great idea but it looks like it's not really feasible at least with this while the state stands right now so that's all my updates on those two items
1: Do any commissioners have any comments or questions for staff? I will now ask my for discussions from my colleagues
3: On that okay um yeah, I'm the one who initially thought about that for the um affordable housing and artwork, and at least it got a little bit of attention, the idea, so maybe in the future it could be somehow established artwork in residential areas, but I'm okay that at least it got a a little thought process toward it.
4: does um, the city of San Francisco get around it?
2: So this is so I I asked some of those same questions. They basically have not been um, challenged as of yet. Uh, And this was and this is the question, you know, when we talked about um, adding it to uh, residential, there was questions on whether or not, you know, it might ultimately be challenged even for for our 2% fees for, for, um, for ardent private development. We have a little more flexibility there, but you know, even it hasn't been challenged from a San Francisco standpoint, it could very well be at least from some other court law, uh, case law that's been happening around the state. Uh, and then just from a waiver standpoint, they could easily decide that that would make from affordable housing standpoint, that would make the project infeasible and say, oh. That adds, you know, whether or not whether whether or not whether or not the final decision would be 1% or 2%. Mm-hmm. My guess is right now in San Francisco, it's part of the code. But mm-hmm. but um multifamily developers are basically saying we're not going to pay it. Okay. So yes, yeah, so, totally understand because I had those same questions because mm-hmm. there are other cities that have it. Yes. And you know, in talking to other, other uh councils around the state. actually raised questions it's like oh they were surprised about what our percentage was for ardent private development but but no it's like and i would ask i ask other mayors from around and council members from around the state they were actually none of them that i was talking to other than san francisco had that same requirement for residential so
5: anyway
1: members of the public will now have an opportunity to address the commission on topics not listed on tonight's agenda this section is limited to 15 minutes and may be extended or continued after the public hearings general business section of the agenda individuals are limited to one appearance during oral communications as stated at the beginning of the meeting this commission meeting is considered a limited public forum and the Commission can regulate the time, place, and manner of speech. Speaker's comments during oral communications must be limited to matters within the Commission's authority to address, generally referred to as w- within the Commission's subject matter jurisdiction. If a speaker does not speak to a matter within the Commission's subject matter jurisdiction, The presiding officer will rule the speaker out of order to allow the commission to conduct its business in a reasonably efficient manner and to protect the rights of other speakers. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the content of the speaker's speech. Is anyone interested in speaking under oral communications?
0: None at this time.
1: I will go ahead and close oral communications. I will go ahead and open public comment on the consent calendar items. Members of the public wishing to address the commission, please submit a speaker card to the recording officer using the raised hand feature now or dial star nine on a telephone to indicate you wish to speak. I will call on members of the public participating in person first Then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute their microphones when it's their turn to address the commission. Speakers will have three minutes to speak. Is anyone interested in speaking under consent calendar?
0: None at this time.
1: I will now ask for a motion from my colleagues. Recording officer, please conduct a roll call vote.
0: So first uh, we'll need a first and a second. Do we have a second? Need to ask for a second. Is there a vice oh, chair, Philly? So she did the first. So now we'll need a second from another commissioner. Oh, talk with me, I second. Thank you. Now I'll do a uh, random voice call vote. Uh, Commissioner Kaufman. Commissioner Lamb. Vice Chair Philly. Commissioner Eskridge. The motion passes four with one absent.
1: the arts commission meeting that yeah sorry it's i think it's just oh, that noise we now we'll move to
0: Here. the public hearing
1: okay. yeah. as stated at the beginning of the meeting this commission meeting is considered a limit limited public forum and the commission can regulate the time place and manner of speech speaker comments during public hearing items must be limited to the agenda item being considered by the commission <clears throat> If a speaker does not comply, the presiding Please. officer will rule the speaker out of order to allow the commission to conduct its business in a reasonable, reasonably efficient manner and to protect the rights of other speakers. The presiding officer will not rule speech out of order because the presiding officer disagrees with the contents of the speaker's speech. Uh, we will now go to approving art and private, development intuitive surgical 950 Kiefer road with a presentation
5: thank you commissioners uh damon sparracino recreation superintendent um a little background really quick before we bring up intuitive surgical and their um selected artists under the city's art and private development ordinance um sunnyvale municipal code chapter 1952 intuitive surgical incorporated is required to provide public art for their project at 950 kiefer road the art must be equal in value to a minimum of one percent of the construction valuation which is 977,645. and again tonight the purpose of this report is to request the arts commission review and approve the proposed artwork um and the arts commission is authorized to make a final determination on the proposed artwork and city council is not scheduled to um, consider this item Um, intuitive uh, surgical is redeveloping 32.4 acres of existing office research and development sites to expand and consolidate business operations in sunnyvale Um, the new campus will be split by Kiefer road but the main building on each side um, will be connected by a ped bridge and required to provide public art. So there's the South side and the North side. Tonight, uh, the artwork um, for the South side is being included and considered in the report. And the North side art will be um, developed and reviewed at a future date. The artist selected for this project is San Francisco based Future Forms. Their approach to art and design has been explained as experiential, interactive, and materially rich. Um, and they have s- several other pieces throughout the city of Sunnyvale. There's one in downtown. And then there's also another piece at um, Intuitive Surgical. And with that, I want to bring up or invite Adam Seymour with Intuitive Surgical, and then he will um, present with along with the rest of the team. Thank you
6: thank you <clears throat> um good evening vice chair commissioner mayor my name is Adam Seymour I'm with intuitive surgical um one of the project leads for our 950 development uh, and tonight I have with me a representative from HOK our architectural firm as well as our art advisor uh with Kay and Hannah and uh future forms as was mentioned earlier um we're really excited about this art piece that we're going to be presenting here today it was very important for intuitive that whoever we ended up bringing on for this um, project, that the art piece really provoked um, ingenuity, creativity, uh, innovation, unity, as well as just the overall beauty that's around this um, in Sunnyvale. So we can go to the next slide if you wouldn't mind. So this is our campus. Uh, this is the part of our campus that is west of Lawrence. Um, as you can see right there in, uh, in the middle, we have a circle, which is where we plan on putting the art piece. We think that will make it very accessible um, to all those in the community that uh, pass by it, uh, both on foot and driving down Kiefer. Uh, as it is a major roadway in the city. And then you can also see our campus um, that also surrounds it. So we mentioned the north site that's also there. And then the 1050 Kiefer location that's on the far left side, uh, which we have an existing art piece. Um, So we're very excited to bring this to the community. Um, And I'll hand it over to our partners at HOK to talk a little bit about the building aesthetic.
7: Hi, everybody. I'm Paul Wolford. I'm the design principal for HOK. But before we start on this, I just wanted to share a personal moment. I wanted to thank all of you for your public service. I sat for a decade on the Arts Commission for the City and County of San Francisco. So I know well what you have to do in front of you. And I really appreciate and respect what you do for the citizens of this good community. Thank you. So um, we're excited, as Adam said, to share this. Uh, continuum is a beautiful piece, and it's going to be an extraordinary addition, we believe, to the, to, the uh, to Sunnyvale. Before we get into it, I wanted just to share a little bit about the architecture of the building, which you see in front of you. It's a, a very handsome, clean, restrained uh, research and development building for ISI. You can see the palette here consists of these simple barrel vaulted roofs. There's a continuum of them along the facade on Kaifer Road they're uh, clad underneath in a wood-like material that brings warmth to the building and to the streetscape. And then as you can see, there's concrete, metals, and glass, which encase the research facility. The one thing that characterizes the building is this combination and then really kind of contrast between the warmth of the wood-like material and the vitreous and shimmering quality of the glass of the building. The piece, Continuum, while not having to do anything with the actual architecture, so it's not a simulacrum of the architecture on any level, also embodies that contrast and continuum, if you will, of the complexity of the architecture, that the warmth of the architecture, and also the kind of shimmering, vitreous quality in the materials that Natalie and Jason, the artists at Futureform, have chosen to use. And so with that, we want to bring up Natalie to talk about the art.
8: Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, commissioners. Thanks, mayor for for being here. And thank you for facilitating this. It seems like quite a quite a process to get this um, all up and running and smoothly. So really appreciate your time. Um, If you could move to the next slide, please. what i what we wanted to share with you today was um, our kind of uh, design for continuum. Um, I think, as Paul mentioned, we were really taken by the kind of duality of materials that the building takes on. Um, and we we're really interested in kind of finding ways to have that kind of binary uh, come to um, come to fruition in the artwork itself. Go to the next slide, please. So for us, continuum um, is an artwork that Uh, looks at the way a a surface, a geometry can sort of appear very similar. So one piece next to the other appears very similar, but in an aggregate, it sort of transforms. So one panel next to another, they're very, very self-similar, but by tweaking everything ever so slightly, you are able to get a kind of, you know, incredibly robust and kind of formal expression for the artwork. So for us, that was a, a little bit of the conceptualization for Continuum. Um, for us, ultimately, Continuum is a public art piece. Uh, we really wanted it to kind of open to the street, open to the to the public realm. Um, it, um, it really kind of uh, is similar in some ways to a Mobius strip or a Mobius loop, a continuous surface that has like an inside and an outside, and those sort of intertwine into each other. There's two surfaces, um, similar to what Paul was suggesting. Uh, there's let's a, a kind of warmer interior, Um, and then um, which we've called like a shingle surface so something that's much more kind of scaled and tactile and then um, a kind of stainless steel modular um, exterior um, exterior surface Um, the uh, team itself uh, is ourselves we have a structural engineer we're working very closely with uh, both uh, the client team at ISI, but then also with uh, with HK, the landscape architect and the uh, the lighting and the electrical engineer. So it's been a really uh, amazing collaboration with the rest of the of the design team um, itself as well. Next slide, please. Um, this is a view from the sidewalk on Kiefer, um, and it, the artwork sits on a plinth. It's about a five to six foot tall kind of elevated. Uh, Podium, essentially a pedestal for the artwork um, in front of the main entrance uh, to the building, which is sort of behind it. Um, we've worked very closely, and you'll see a, a landscape plan further, further along, uh, to really kind of work with a landscape architect to um, integrate the artwork into the landscape, but at the same time make sure that it's not concealed uh, for, uh, for public viewing. Next slide, please. Um, so here you can see a little bit of the of the site plan, the location of the artwork, um, as well as the kind of primary views, which are from Kiefer from the sidewalks, uh, as well as car traffic um, along Kiefer itself. Um, the artwork sits on that plinth. Um, there's enough distance in those sidewalks that you can actually stop and pause and kind of stand and look at it. Um, and there's the, the artwork plaque itself, which you're seeing as sort of, uh, draft version of it up top is uh, situated um, along the, along the say front face of one of the, of that retaining wall. So uh, very visible to the public and accessible for people to be able to walk up to it and and read it. Um, Next slide, please. Um, The top of the artwork is about 16 feet above the plinth. It sort of sits a couple of feet shy of the The portico the entrance to the building so it sort of sits uh, and gets and is framed by that um, by that kind of um, pullback and um, the artwork is about 14 feet wide though sort of depends on where you take the measurements on the geometry um, and about um, 16 feet tall Um, next slide please the materials are uh primarily 316 stainless steel. We're really looking to um, make sure that this is a durable and kind of low-maintenance artwork um, that can kind of withstand a marine environment. So um, we, the exterior, let's say the, the silver surface, is um, uniform, unidirectional brushed finish. So think of it as uh, a, a very directional kind of brush to the stainless steel so it won't be reflective. It'll pick up color and it'll pick up let's say, hues of the surrounding environment, uh, but it's not reflective. And then the interior, the kind of warmer um, interior surface, um, is also 316 stainless steel, but with a titanium nitrate coating. So think a little bit of um, the tip of a drill bit um, that has that like um, kind of uh, integrated Nitrate PVD coating that allows it to still be strong, maintain its strength, but it's not a paint basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is uh, more of a scotch bright finish. So think of it as a more circular, um, let's say, um, a brushed surface. Uh, the artwork itself is very easily uh, maintained as stainless steel. It can be washed off, sprayed off, hosed down. Um, we recommend that um, every year there's, you know, someone goes in to kind of clean it maybe a little bit more carefully, but um, it should be something that um, is, is pretty low maintenance and can just be sprayed and um, clean. Uh, we're very working very closely with our engineer to kind of um, look at the foundation and the footing and kind of establish how that's going to integrate itself with a civil plan. Next, please. Um, there's a lighting plan, and you can see some of the fixtures um, that we're considering. There's um, six LED fixtures surrounding the artwork. Um, that will be mounted on poles pointing towards the artwork. They'll be um, on their own circuit and integrated within the building's control systems. Next slide, please. Um, Here you can see the landscape plan. Uh, The the landscape architect um, has kind of worked with us to integrate the artwork into this kind of banding of succulent and perennials that they are uh, considering for the site. Um, we worked um, to kind of fine tune a little bit the height of the plants that are surrounding the artwork to make sure that it's not concealed uh, from the sidewalk. Um, and we're kind of looking forward to some of the, those colors to be picked up by the artwork itself uh, throughout the day. So um, it's exciting to see how some of those purples and yellows will sort of be reflected in some of the um, some of the materials. Uh, okay. Next slide, please. Thank you. And um, this is a view from across the street. Um, looking at the artwork uh, from the sidewalk at eye height. So you can see how the kind of interior geometry sort of blossoms out um, so that that's kind of highly visible from uh, from the sidewalk level. Um, And because the artwork is sort of elevated um, on its plinth, um, it becomes uh, very prominent and present in the public realm. Um, Next slide, please. Thank you. Um, So We've we've presented to this to this body a couple of times, um, and we have um, we've had um, experience working with these materials. Um, so what we've included here a little bit is just a, a kind of some of our background um, in working with these materials, exploring color and steel, and kind of establishing a little bit how um, how we work. Um, all of our artwork is uh, designed and fabricated in, in the Bay Area. A lot of the assembly and the fabrication happens in our studio, which is in Dogpatch in San Francisco. Um, so we, we sort of have this kind of dual artist maker um, uh, capacity, which we, uh, which we take pride in. Uh, next slide, please. I think that's the last one. But So this is the artwork that is um, on the uh, other ISI um, campus. Um, and in some ways we, although the materiality is, you know, we're using similar materials because in some ways that's a, a very kind of durable material strategy, we're really looking to this artwork as something that is much more volumetric, much more about creating kind of an object uh, for the public to view rather than this one, which is more about kind of creating a space underneath it. So uh, we're really excited to be exploring um, um The kind of continuation of our portfolio and body of work through this artwork as well and thank you for the consideration i think the last slide is just our resume which i think just is there for reference but thank you very much happy to take any questions
1: i will go ahead and open the public hearing on this specific item members of the public wishing to address the commission Please submit a speaker card to the recording officer using the raise hand feature now or dial star nine on a telephone to indicate you wish to speak. I will call on members of the public participating in person first, then the recording officer will ask remote participants to unmute when it's their turn to address the commission. Recording officer, do we have any participants wishing to speak on this item?
0: None at this time.
1: Thank you. I will now ask for discussion from my colleagues.
3: Commissioner Coffin. Oh, it didn't oh. Commissioner
1: Lem. Oh, I just did didn't you, didn't want you want to speak? No. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Winnie, did you want to speak? Yes, It did. Thank you. Okay, thank you for the presentation. Um, I have a few questions. My first question is, um, I love the artwork. I love how you mentioned that this is a site in the middle of some busy streets in Sunnyvale. I'm wondering if you are considering putting benches or seating nearby so the public can enjoy the artwork. So that's question number one. I have three. Um, Question number two is, I love your comment about how the sourcing of the materials would be coming from local sources, and that enhances the sustainability of this project. I'm curious whether you're considering using recycled or reclaimed scrap um, for stainless steel purposes to make the carbon footprint for the artwork lower. My third question is, um, Intuitive Surgical is a wonderful company. I expect that you guys are going to be around for decades and decades to come. I'm curious whether there's thought into how um, you may want to make this artwork interesting and thought-provoking for years to come. Imagine that this piece of work is still there 20 years from now. How can we keep it interesting?
8: Okay. Let me start with benches and then make my way. And if I forget, if I stray along the way, then please, uh, please bring me back. So, um, the because of the um, sighting of this particular artwork, um, we primarily have geared the artwork as something that's kind of visible from the street and the sidewalk. Um, the artwork itself has a stainless steel apron around it with some pebble or stone, um, uh, kind of within the larger landscape. So the intent for that was that the artwork would be seen from a distance rather than kind of up close. Um, so we haven't really considered benches. We primarily saw it as a kind of uh, the viewing angles primarily being from the street and the public realm, um, which is why we sort of mostly worked to kind of nestle the artwork in the landscape that was also being developed. So um, that's on the benches. Okay. Um, On the material piece, um, I totally hear you on on the kind of interest in using recycled materials and kind of finding ways to to reduce our carbon footprint. I think we're sort of, with the materiality and the materiality requirements to make this sustainable and lasting for a very, very long time and kind of low maintenance, uh, stainless steel becomes sort of like a a go-to material in this particular case. I think what we try to do is yes, work locally, um bring you know make sure that this isn't traveling like you know huge distances to get here as we're making it and we usually also use uh really try to um use um either recycled materials or recycle materials when it comes to the way that we form the artwork so typically a project like this will need jigs it will need a lot of other things to basically make that geometry and we really work to um use the kind of pros the, the materials used in the process of making it um, something that either we recycle or you reuse our, our scrap materials. So um, the third question that you asked me, I thought was a really interesting one, which is sort of the longevity of the artwork. Um, I think for us, the, I mean, the artwork has been designed materially to be something, um, to, to be very durable, but I think your question is maybe more about the concept of it and how does it continue to kind of live on um, as as an artwork that's still relevant. Um, and I th- think for us, we were really keen to kind of um, explore materiality, tactility, explore geometry that maybe is somewhat abstract so that there could be multiple interpretations. So although we are interpreting it in a certain way and that'll be on the plaque, um, that, that it's uh, formal and let's say gestural qualities can allow many people to kind of read into it in different ways. So our hope is that its interpretations can continue to kind of grow over time. Um, and I, I think there's also, you know, something to be said about the kind of amazing uh, public art gallery that essentially the city of Sunnyvale has slowly, you know, has has essentially been kind of supporting and growing. So I'd love to be able to think of our artwork as part of that larger um, body of, of work that the city um, itself is supporting. So um, I hope that answers Parts of your questions, <laughs> but happy to clarify.
4: Yeah, thank you so much for your thoughtful responses. I I completely understand the constraints that you're working with. I think on comment number two about using reclaimed materials, um, I would encourage uh, you all to consider using reclaimed uh, stainless steel, mm-hmm. assuming that the specs are equally as durable as lasting as anti corrosive and all the properties that you're looking for. I think that would be a an additional benefit to the community. For sure. Thank
3: you. Um, I really oh, oh go ahead, go ahead. I really like the contrast of the anthropomorphic against the uh, two dimensionality of the building. I really enjoy that mm-hmm. contrast. Uh, my question about is about lighting. Um, so um how is it, you didn't really show rendering of how it might look at nighttime.
8: Yeah, that's a a good point. Um, We didn't show that, we do have it. (laughs) Um, At nighttime, I think um, the, well, the the light itself isn't obviously pointing to the sky and it's not pointing to the sidewalk, right? So it's primarily focusing on the artwork itself. Um, So at nighttime, At least in the renderings that we've done kind of in-house and kind of looked at the artwork levels uh, the artwork light levels um i apologize um the the light is mostly ambient it's not like giant spotlights on the on the piece itself uh we understand that this isn't you know it's it it's it is a business, but at the same time it's nested in a community, so it's um it's not it's of a certain scale and of a certain lighting quality that would mean that it would need to be subtle, but at the same time we want it to be visible from you know for people and um, cars driving by. So, um, for lack of a better image, think of it as a kind of warm color of light um, that is mostly picking up also some of the warmth of the of the golden kind of. Um, material internally to it, which will contrast with let's say the, the cleaner kind of um, silver stainless steel.
4: I, how much um, foot traffic is there in that area? As looks to me, and as I remember driving there, it seems that most of it is um, car traffic. Is that true?
8: That's my experience, um, but my understanding is that with a new building, with so many people working there, crossing over to the other campus potentially, whether it's on the bridge eventually or crossing to the other side of Kaifer, um, that there's—and I shouldn't be speaking for others here—but there is other development that's happening that would actually kind of allow for that cross Kaifer traffic. At least that's my reading of a little bit of the site plan. So I hear you on the who would be walking there and will encounter this kind of question. Um, But it does feel like there's also probably a lot of employees and people who are working there who probably uh, would be using those sidewalks, especially as the campus, the ISI campus is kind of spread along and across Kiefer.
3: Um, I had another question. Um, Back to the benches. Um, I noticed in the rendering that there was a guest parking kind of across the street. And I know me as an artist and a commissioner, when I want to go check out artwork, the first thing I look for is like, okay, where is parking? So I noticed there was guest parking. So I thought that's really good. Um, And also her longevity question. years from now, if somebody wants to look at the art, if there's like a bench or something, or if you're a high school teacher and you wanna show students around and they have some place to kind of sketch or you wanna sketch Mm -hmm. something. So I think considering maybe some sort of bench might be a nice idea. So I reiterate, (laughs) I have your comment.
8: I hear you on that and I think there's um one of the things that I think we were also, you know, the, the steps up into the entrance of the building are there. So there's places to perch, there's places to pause. Um, there isn't necessarily a formal bench because there also wasn't a singular kind of viewing angle to it. Um, so it's it's something to potentially consider, but I think the, the artwork itself sort of reads from a distance up close. It's sort of, you're only seeing a certain kind of part of it. Um, so, that's something to to also um, consider.
1: The um, first of all, I, I love I love the piece. I think it's um, beautiful, and uh, the the Mobius strip, the Ouroboros, the you know that the infinity loop. It's um, an, a nice image. The inside of it, the golden part of it, it looks in the pictures. When when I see it blown up, when I was looking at it on the computer screen, it I couldn't see the detail, but it does look like there 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 might be
8: movement in there. Is there a movement on the inside of it? There isn't, but I appreciate that you thought you could see that because we've we've worked uh, you know the the shingles. That's what we call them in our studio. The kind of inside, the golden um, surface. Um, it shifts ever so slightly, It doesn't literally shift. It doesn't actually move, but it um, it offsets itself one from another. So it appears like it sort of swooshes um, in, um, but no, it doesn't. It doesn't shimmer in the wind, which would have been pretty pretty beautiful though. Right. That's the, oh,
1: sorry.
4: I was going to say it will. Um... Liven up my drive oh. along that road <laughs> that's <laughs> uh, great. <laughs> I will go out of my way. You <laughs> <to go. laughs> see it. Thank you.
8: Thank you.
1: I will now ask for a motion from my colleagues Please uh, make a motion that we. Yeah, somebody wanna make, can I make the motion? Okay, Um, then I make the motion that we approve art and private development intuitive surgical 950 Kiefer Road. I second. Recording officer, please conduct a roll call vote.
0: Vice Chair Philly? Yes. Commissioner Eskridge? Commissioner Lamb? Commissioner Kaufman? The motion passes for with one absent.
8: Thank you very much.
1: We have a standing item consideration of potential study issues, which are none. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And non agenda items and comments. This portion of the agenda is for oral reports and announcements by commissioners and staff to share information. Commissioners, do commissioners have any non-agenda items or comments? No? Molly? No? Oh, you just look so intent. Okay. Do I look like you? Yeah, you did. <laughs>
3: So um, did we come up with any more ideas for Hands of the Arts? Are we just doing what we submitted? And are we supposed to be submitting ideas to anybody about that? Between
0: Yes, I believe that Kristen is accepting ideas. Unfortunately, uh, she wasn't able to come here today to provide an update. Um, I do believe that uh, Vice Chair Philly did give me a pretty great example of her suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, if she would like to share, um, I think that would be great too.
1: Uh, I sent over to Kristen a suggestion of perhaps canvas, some sort of heavy duty fabric material. Um, I was suggesting canvas, just cut it up into six by six. And then uh, the children can paint or color with paint pens, uh, either self profiles, self portraits, or interesting things, important things about Sunnyvale, things that they love about Sunnyvale, and that then they're stitched together, a variety of ways we could stitch them together into a sort of quilt idea. And that could be shown maybe at City Hall for some event uh, from the children of Sunnyvale. And wouldn't it be great if we sent it over to our sister city of Azuka as a um, cultural exchange Mm -hmm. with the the children of Sunnyvale, the children of uh, Itzuka, um sending artwork back and forth. I think it would be a nice effort.
4: How would you stitch them together?
1: It would depend on the, the fabric that was used, but I mean, it, it could be as easy as punching. If it's a ca- heavy duty canvas, punch holes in it and you could even just use those um, brads. I forget what they're called, but like the, the copper things you push through and then you bend the either side. Something like that. Stapling a, a ring binder. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we could tie knots like it, we could be creative with our not having an industrial sewing machine
5: yeah we might even be able to find canvas that's got grommets in the corners and then use like binder uh, rings uh, to put them together and the other thing we could do is we could if they were to go together in a certain way or if it was fluid they could put them together any which way but you could number them on the back and if we sent it then they can at least display them like one two three four five or something like that
1: Staff, to staff have any non-agenda items or comments?
0: Uh, just to follow up on that same topic, um, next month we will discuss HOTS. Uh, I believe we'll have two other um, art in private in public places or private development. Um, and Kristen might message you ahead of time so we could keep the discussion flowing uh, since HOTS will be here in May. Uh, the official date is May 14th. Okay, so uh, we'll be sure to get the conversation flowing. Um, and I'm sure we'll hear some more information. So keep the ideas flowing if you have them, um, because we would love to hear them.
1: Uh, commissioners may briefly comment. Oh, in information only report items, arts commission proposed study issue calendar year 2025 is a standing item.
5: Yeah. So none at this time may 11th this year yeah usually it's a little later but this year the 11th
1: all right this meeting is adjourned at 7 48 and i want to thank everyone for your participation in tonight's meeting